This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hi, this is Deanna Bartolini, and I'd like to welcome you to our third podcast of the Not Lukewarm Podcast episodes. And uh, today we are going to be talking about Jesus. So Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. He is God the Son. And there's a lot to say about Jesus. And so I don't know that we will finish all of it today, uh, but we will definitely circle back around if we don't. I'd rather keep these brief and to the point than go long and you can't listen to it all at once. So we're going to begin talking about, again, as I said, who is Jesus? And so the, the thing, there are many things to remember about Jesus. One is that through the person of Jesus, we are able to have a relationship with God. And that is very, very important to all of us who have faith in God. That is because of Jesus that we are able to have that relationship with him. And so the first thing that to know is that Jesus is God's plan for us, for our salvation. So he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. He was born of the Virgin Mary. And in that process, he is born fully human and fully divine. So he is a person in all things like us, but sin. But he is also just fully divine as God is himself. And so he is not a little bit human, a little bit divine. No, he is fully both at all times. And he has a soul, he has a mind, he has a body, he has his own free will, he has an, an intellect. And so all of those things remind us that he is human just as we are. So in the incarnation, which we celebrate every Christmas, God becomes man in the person of Jesus. And in doing so, he lowers himself to our humanity, but he also elevates our humanity to his divinity. And so because Jesus takes on human nature, we become a part of his divine nature, which is amazing. And and that in of itself is a huge gift and a huge miracle of what God has done for us. So we are able to share in that divinity. And through that, we have this beautiful beginning of a relationship with God. And so we, we believe in the person of Jesus. He's not a symbol. He's not a theory. He's not a feeling. He is an actual person who lived and breathed and walked on this earth some 2,000 years ago. And he is just as real as I am coming through this uh, podcast to you, to the persons that you're going to have dinner with, to the people that you go to work with, just as they are real, Jesus is real. And so the incarnation is really the beginning of our belief. It's our foundation. And so when we believe that Jesus became man in the incarnation, then we know that he has a mission. And what was his mission? So Jesus' mission is to save us and 
also to have a church, a community of people who were all for God. And eventually, his mission is to come again, to have a second coming. We don't know when that is. Jesus himself says he doesn't know when that is. But there will be a second coming. So we look at, so the incarnation is the first thing that we want to have as our basis in in faith. The next thing is that Jesus is our Redeemer. He took on all of our sins. He took on all the consequences of our sins. And he paid our debt to the Father through his passion and his death. Jesus lived a life of total and complete obedience to his Father. Now remember, I just said that Jesus had free will, just as we all have free will. And he could have said to his Father, I cannot take this cup of crucifixion. You need to find a different way. You need to find an easier way, a less painful way, a less humiliating way. But Jesus did not say that. Because he had complete and total love for his Father, he also had complete and total obedience to his Father. And so he paid our debt with the ultimate sacrifice, which is his life. So his passion and his death saved us from our sins. They reconciled us to the Father. So they they gave us the opportunity to once again be in relationship with God the Father. And we believe also that he opens the gates of heaven. So that when we die, though typically we don't go to heaven right away because we need to spend a little time in purgatory getting cleaned up, uh, eventually we are going to get into heaven. And that is because, again, because Jesus' death did that for us. So after Jesus' death, he rose from the dead. Typically, we call that Resurrection Day Easter, right? So we've talked about Christmas, which is the incarnation. We talked about Jesus' passion and his death, which is how he redeemed us. And now we talk about the resurrection. And after the resurrection, Jesus ascended into heaven. But before he ascended into heaven, he promised us that he was going to send us someone to help us in our life. And that someone was the Holy Spirit, or I should say is the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, again, is with us now, just as as Jesus wanted him to be. And so, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit at baptism, and then through all the other sacraments of the church. And what does the point, what is the point of having the Holy Spirit? Because the Spirit helps to form us in the likeness of Jesus. So, we want to become like Christ. It's as if we want to have all these little mini Jesus people running around, helping to build the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Now, it doesn't mean that we are perfect. It doesn't mean that we're never going to do anything wrong. But what it means is is that we are trying to be like Christ. We are trying to emulate his mercy, his love, his compassion, all of the things that he teaches us through scripture. So we want to be like Jesus, and the Holy Spirit helps us to reach that goal. So why 
Why have a relationship with Jesus? Well, why have a relationship with God? It's the same reason, right? We, we need that relationship with God so that we know who God is and who we are in relation to him. And when we know who Jesus is, then we can enter into a relationship with him and ask him to reveal his Father to us. Because Jesus, unlike the Father, is visible. Because he did walk on this earth. And so he is a visible manifestation of the Father. And he reveals God to us and wants us to know him and to love him. And again, it goes back to, does he want us, us to love him out of fear? Or... If I don't love him, maybe I won't go to heaven. Or if I don't love him, I'm going to have a terrible life. No. He wants us to love him and have a relationship with him based on our free will and the fact that we love him because of what he has done for us. What Jesus wants is for us to become holy and really to be a part of his divine nature. And In his humanity, he shows us the way to holiness. He shows us how we can become the perfect person that God has created us to be, just as Jesus was the perfect person that God created him to be, and just as the Father is perfect. So I think about that idea of divine nature and divine love. I'm going to tell you a little story. A little while ago, I went to confession. And when my children were little, one of the sins I often confessed was getting very angry with my children. Because as children do, they didn't do what I wanted them to do. They didn't clean their rooms, or they were fighting with each other, or didn't do chores, or whatever the problem was. Well, I don't have children who live with me anymore. I have my husband who lives with me, which is wonderful. But sometimes uh, we argue and we fight and I get angry with him. And I went to confession and I was very upset about this. And the priest looked at me and said to me, do you want to love your husband? And I said, yes. He said, and do you want to fight with him? I said, no. He said, well, then think about this. He said, do you believe that Jesus loves you with his divine love? I said, absolutely. I, I know that Jesus loves me with his divine love, because that's the only way I am anywhere near the person I am as, as a human being and as a, as a believer. So the priest said to me, he said, so then every day, he said, ask Jesus to help you to love your husband, not with your human love, but with his divine love. And when he said that to me, I thought, wow, this is amazing. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I've been going to confession for a long time. And I've probably confessed fighting or anger with someone whom I love many times. And never once did a priest say that to me. So I was really, really blown away by that idea and that, that statement that we can't love each other as well as we want to often. And so if we ask Christ to give us his divine love to give to other people, maybe we're going to have a better chance of being good to people and being kind and loving and merciful and forgiving with them as Jesus is with us. So I just give that to you as a little little food for thought today. Um, 
if there are difficult people in your life, and maybe they're not always difficult, maybe you're just having a difficult time, uh, and you're finding it hard to love them, ask Jesus to give you that share of divine love so that you can give it to the other person, so that you let Jesus love that person through you rather than trying to do it on your own. Because that's not always easy to do, especially when we're angry. So, a couple of other things. When we talk about Jesus, Jesus has a number of titles. One of his titles is the Son of the Father. And that reminds us of two things, mostly. It reminds us that he is incarnate, that, that he became man, and that he always had obedience to his Father. Another title of Jesus is teacher. So what does he teach us? He teaches us the way to the Father, and he teaches us the truth. He's also our king. And king suggests that he has a great passion for us. He is full of joy, that he is worthy to be exalted. He, but he is also, he's also a judge. A judge, though, that is full of mercy. And so, because he is so close to God the Father, he's one with God the Father, that he helps us to have access to, that, to, to the divine life that we need so that we can become holy people. And that is really something that is the goal of life, is to become holy people. Not holy, pious people with sour faces, always, you know, hands folded in prayer, never looking up at the world. But no, but holy people who live in the world, but who love the world, and who embrace the world with all its pain and suffering, and and emulate Jesus in such a way that he is able to come into those people's lives and to have a share in that divinity, that divine love that I was talking about. So that is some information about the person of Jesus Christ. And I hope that this is that that's been helpful to you. And we will, of course, revisit Jesus on a regular basis on this podcast. So now uh, it's going to it's time for our not lukewarm challenge of this week. So this week, I am going to ask you to pray a few times a day, however many you want, uh, something called the Jesus Prayer. And it's pretty common in the Orthodox faith, but it's also common in Catholicism. And I think it's appropriate that on the day we talk about Jesus, we, we pray the Jesus Prayer. And the Jesus Prayer goes like this. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And I will, of course, post that. I'll make a little image for you in in the show notes um, so you can have that for a reference. And where does that come from? It comes from the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector in the temple. And the Pharisee is going up to the temple and he's like, hey God, look at me. I'm so wonderful. Aren't I great? I do all the right things. I, I never make a mess. I'm always clean. I'm always tidy. I do. I pay my tithes. I'm good to my family. I do my job. On and on and on. Whoa, whoa. Aren't I wonderful? Well, That's good to be wonderful and to have that great self-esteem, but that's really, God wants us to approach him with a little bit more uh, of humility. And so the tax collector approaches him and says, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. 
have mercy on me, God, because I am a sinner. So the, the tax collector knows who he is. He knows that he sins, and he knows that he is in need of God's mercy. And when we sin, if we can go to God and ask for his mercy, then we're going to receive it. And so that's why this prayer can be so helpful to us. Just in our daily life, as we're going about our day, little annoyances, people driving us crazy, cutting us off in traffic, blowing their horns, coffee's too hot, coffee's too cold, you get aggravated, stop, take a breath. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. So I'm constantly asking Jesus for mercy because I'm not perfect. And so if you are like me and are not perfect, then ask for Jesus' mercy and he will give it to you in abundance. Thank you, and God bless you, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.